Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 11 of Becoming Your Higher Self. In this podcast, we talk about just generally becoming your higher self. So we give you tips and tricks and like how to become confident and how to do things such as bullet journaling, which should increase your like productivity and happiness levels. Um, So today's episode is part two of our friendship episodes. So I think it was last week, we did part one of this, where we talked about how to make friendships and just kind of like know the kind of friend you want to be and what kind of friend you're looking for. So today we're going to be talking about how to build those strong friend groups, like friend groups and friends, and then how to maintain them, why keeping in contact is important, how to fix them and how to tell a toxic friendship. So that's what we're going to be planning to do today. So first though, we're going to do all about our gratitude, best things and our recent things. So Holly, what are you grateful for? um today or actually over the last couple of days I've just been really grateful that most of my family all live in England so we've been able to see them all coming up to the obviously today is Christmas day when it's coming up but it's been super nice being able to see everyone coming up to the Christmas season and stuff and just having yeah a really nice time because it's definitely a shame if like people I mean it's nice to have family in other countries but then it means you can't see them for Christmas and stuff and I just think that's really nice yeah what what is your best thing best thing yeah so following on from my gratitude my best thing's definitely been seeing all my family again because we haven't seen them for a while since basically last holidays so yeah, and it was really nice seeing my cousin and uncle who came down to see us, came down, came across to see us from Kent. <laughs> right, what about you, Grace? What are you grateful for at the moment? Um, I'm grateful for good food that I don't need to chew. Not going to lie, it's going quite, quite nice because recently I've been getting a lot of dentist appointments and stuff leading up to like braces. And so they've put in a few things that have made it quite hard to eat properly. Um, so I'm really grateful for like amazing soups and stuff that I can really enjoy instead of having to eat yogurt all the time, which is not the best thing ever. Um, so yeah, I'm really grateful for food. And then I really like the lead up to Christmas because I really like like the few days leading up because it starts to get all like, it gets cold and everyone starts like, enjoying it a bit more and it's good food and it's just it's just really fun so I'm really looking forward to and like it's been really fun having like the week leading up to Christmas excellent so should we get started on the first section yeah so the first section is how to build strong friendships because it's okay like meeting someone and being like oh we can be friends but you don't know how to actually build upon that and become good and like have that strong friendships so we've got a few tips and tricks on how to do so so to start with um it's about like over time gathering the experiences and stuff where you can see another side to somebody so maybe this is taking yourselves out your comfort zone and stuff or facing fears and stuff like that or traveling any sort of things like that you definitely get to see other sides of people i feel like a good example is when we've done like dv but oh God, yeah. yeah that's definitely other sides and it just it's times that you can like refer back to have your little jokes and stuff you know and it just makes you guys closer together because you bonded in that time when you were both uncomfortable yeah no I definitely agree like 
it's a good thing being able to fully see each other and then leading on from that being open to like tell your friends everything that you are comfortable with telling them obviously don't go telling them like your deepest secrets if you don't want to but just having that open bond where you can trust them with quite a lot of stuff I feel like that's quite a good thing to have and really helps build upon having like acquaintances and little school friends to like having those strong friends that you meet up with regularly yeah and then next off we've got kind of again along that is be totally yourself because obviously as we were talking about last episode you can't keep an up keep up and act forever and with all your friends basically just become comfortable with one another and being yourself and stuff and have the best time because all you'll be focused on is just having a nice time you know not worrying about what they think or anything like that yeah and like a great way of like elevating the friendships is to really spend time with each other so like having those sleepovers and those dinner dates and having deeper chats where you really get to know each other on that deeper level because like there's things I know about let's say you now that I don't know if other people have experienced that because I don't have that deeper understanding with them and I haven't spent that time with them so that like just time and spending that amount of effort into other people really helps build strong friendships and then next off we've got about making an effort to want to know more so maybe you're on your dinner date or sleepover and stuff and it's really about asking about how they are keeping up with what's happening in their life and stuff like that so you're really relevant to and understanding and aligned with what's going on with them so as next time you meet up you can refer back and stuff because you properly listened we were talking a lot about how to hold a good conversation and like active listening and stuff like that last episode and I feel like that definitely want to stop doing that but I think that's especially if they're a lot more long distance friends just keeping in touch with what yeah, because like today I talked to, I grew up with a girl and I love this girl to death, but we haven't talked in ages because she lives in another country. So today I made the conscious effort to respond to one of her Instagram stories and we had like a good 10, 15 minute chat and I just realised like how much I love and miss her, you know, so definitely like reaching out is really helpful and keeping up with their life, definitely on like socials and stuff, that's really good. And then next up is offering support in the bad times and celebration in the good which is just so like for me that's bare minimum if someone's struggling you offer empathy and support and when somebody's in a good mood you offer them that like appreciation and that like devotion in that moment of like yeah we can both be in a good mood right now I'm not gonna let you get down because I'm in a bad mood you know just like having the balance with people and understanding that when somebody's in a bad mood you support them and when somebody's in a good mood you support them too like just supporting both sides of someone and not deciding oh I only want to spend time with you when you're positive yeah and following on from that it's kind of making time for them and reaching out not just when you need something so definitely making sure the relationship's two-sided and you're offering their support and celebration stuff as Grace just said and you're just making time for them to fit into your life but because otherwise you can't expect them to be there for you when you need them you have to do it both yeah and then letting them know letting letting them know how much you love them and how much they need to you this is so important because you're never going to know how much of an impact you actually have on someone or how like without them telling you and so you need to think about it from your perspective on how you'd feel if somebody didn't tell you and then you think oh now I'm going to go and tell my friend oh I love you or like oh my god you're literally so amazing 
and that's just gonna like really help build that stronger bond with them compared to other people and you can do this by like talking to them or gifting them things like the little you can on, on pinterest like always different ideas that you can do for like paper gifts like there's hearts and there's the the paper flowers which i find really cute and christmas is coming up we're literally in christmas right now so that's a great time to think of some really thoughtful gifts like you got me sad a little helper because i'm short and you got me yarn because i love to crochet and those are just examples of how we have a strong bond and like how we really know each other and you can also write somebody's letters like even if even if they're not in a different country or you see them regularly just writing to someone really make it's like really nice i really like that i find that cute and then our next point is how to maintain friendships because it's all well and good having a friendship and having a strong bond but if you don't know how to maintain those then you're never going to actually go on to keep those friendships for like a good amount of time okay so the first step of maintaining your friendships is definitely really important to keep in contact especially if they're more long distance and you're not kind of shoved into a scenario with them on a like week-to-week basis like you would be with like school friends or office friends and stuff like that so if you aren't have like having to see them without a choice and you can kind of lose track of when you last saw them so it's really important to try and keep in contact put out that arm and stuff like that and really make the most of the contacts you have yeah and then make sure you don't leave them out so if it is like you're in a big friend group together I know it's quite hard to like make sure that everyone's included but if you really want to maintain a good friendship with somebody make sure you don't leave them out of like inside jokes or just really anything that involves most of the people in the group, don't leave them out because they'll feel really neglected and as if you don't really want to be their friend and then they won't want to be your friend and the friendship is kind of not maintained well enough and therefore you won't build a strong friendship. And the next one is definitely being positive and stuff like that. So as we were saying in other episodes quite a lot is people are more drawn to people who are like optimistic and positive and happy and stuff like that. So really within your friendship, being positive about it and also being positive about how you act around them and encouraging them and stuff like that. Because I really want to be with you a lot more and you'll build a stronger bond. Yeah. And then the whole having trust for each other and building that initial trust it's such a big thing in any like any kind of relationship, whether that's romantic or platonic or I don't know any others. Um, but <laughs> any like platonic or like office relationships, you need to have trust in each other. Like do some trustful exercises or something, and just really make sure that you have that level of oh, I can go and talk to this person about this. Otherwise, the friendship just won't really last as long as it should. Mm, definitely. And then also making time for each other. So as we said around the keeping contact as well is maybe you aren't like have that time where you have to see them or stuff like that and you might be a very busy person but it's really important to put aside that time to stay in contact and just like be there for them. And then moving on from that is set boundaries because I feel like this is one that's often like look over and sort of seen as oh it will just like come in the relationship but no if you don't set boundaries from like the very start of if you're someone that doesn't really like to be touched then you need to set the boundary of please don't like touch me without consent or something or if you're someone that 
has set times that they can talk to people and set boundaries of, oh, please, after this time, don't talk to me. Making sure that you have that sort of understanding that boundaries do exist and boundaries do need to be up maintained, is a better word. Yeah, and also, like, respect them as well. So maybe you know that they are don't feel comfortable, for example, like, eating over at yours or stuff like that or going out because maybe they don't have the money set aside for it or stuff like that, and respecting those and not pushing them too much. Obviously, you want to try and encourage your friend to go out there on its own and stuff like that, but you really don't want to try and obstruct them or make them feel, like, worried and stuff like that because, like, when you're together, you should be happy and just enjoying it. And then the next one is to make sure to listen to each other. Because if you're having a friend and you you like you turn around and you're like, what do I actually know about them? Then that's kind of a bit of a red flag, as it said, because it's really important <laughs> that you know about your friends because otherwise, like, what's the difference between them and a stranger? And it's just like keeping in contact and showing, it's a way to show that you really care about them and stuff like that. But then, like, on the flip side, not really on the flip side, but being honest about, like, you can listen to them, but at the same time, if they're saying something that you don't fully agree with, then it's okay. And, like, be honest about your opinion. But whilst you're doing that, be compassionate about it and say, oh, well, I don't really agree with what you're saying, but here's my view, and please don't feel like I'm trying to contradict you or anything, or, like, or make you feel bad, this is just what I view. And then also be honest but compassionate when they're asking, how do I look? Because there is nothing worse than going to school with, because I like wearing makeup and stuff. Or like, you like wearing mascara. I don't really wear mascara anymore. But when I used to, it's good to know, oh, I can rely on you and you will tell me if I've got mascara smudged down my face. Because there's the whole honesty and the trust for each other again. Mm. yeah definitely it's really important to have the people that you trust and build that kind of safety net and kind of following on from that is really important to be reliable to your friends so they've trusted you with this stuff and you want to be there for them and be ready to help them through the good and the bad and everything in between yeah and then the whole being upbeat and being the positivity that somebody needs in their life sometimes so like when they're going through like a really gloomy time being the light in their darkness you know like being that friend that they can turn to and think oh yeah this is going to be a great time because they're like really fun to be around that's really nice and it's just a great feeling yeah definitely and being the one to kind of bring them up and make it better in the dark times and stuff like that so and then the next one's super big and I feel like it's a real friend breaker can be oh it is sharing and keeping secrets I mean it obviously gets better as you get older but equally I feel like it's just really crucial whatever you do so obviously it's a super nice way to bond in sharing things that maybe you don't tell other people because it can make your friendship feel more special but then on the flip side you need to keep those secrets because it's even if you like if it's negatively affecting them I feel like it can be a very difficult move because sometimes there can be things and it can be like I feel like I should tell someone they might get like hurt or stuff like that then obviously you probably should even if it's a difficult thing to do but it's not your secret to tell so you really had to think what are the impacts going to be if I tell someone and is it really worth maybe becoming closer with this person but losing my friendship in that just because I wanted to like tell a secret like I just think you have to just be really considerate when you're doing anything sort of revolving secrets because obviously that person is 
entrusted you with it for a reason you should feel happy and special that they've done that but you should also respect okay they've done that and they clearly like they've only told me or something okay there's a reason and they only want some people to know yeah I feel like some people don't understand that and I feel like that's how gossip spread so quickly is people don't understand that some secrets need to be kept secret Mm. like obviously some like oh miss johnson fell down the stairs today like yeah go ahead and tell everyone that because that's funny but like somebody telling you their deepest dark darkest thing that's not something that they want going around and then really showing appreciation for somebody like appreciating that they're there for you appreciating the time they make for you the effort they put in for you the effort they put into getting gifts or giving gifts or receiving your gifts and making an effort to show that like reaction to it just really appreciating them as a person and is always going to get you far yeah and then kind of following on from that is to following through on the promises that you do kind of a lot of friendship basically revolves around trust and being a trustworthy reliable person so along with that is if you say you're going to do something then do it and be that person to help them like and be yeah just helpful if you can offer support in any way then I don't see why you wouldn't yeah the support thing is allow people to evolve in a friendship don't be stuck in the little oh we met like this I want to stay like this because if you don't allow the growth and the evolution both of you are never going to change and it's just going to end up in a lot of resentment and hatred towards each other and that's never how we want any friendship to be so really allow somebody to change into the person that they'd like to be if they aren't currently like that and be okay with it don't get annoyed at them for wanting to change and be better yeah and then finally is to go is allowing them giving them space so there'll be times when a friend can like pull apart and come together due to like life circumstances or stuff like that or yeah it can be out of your control or maybe they do actually need some time away from you to rethink about something or they're finding themselves like there's so many scenarios where you just have to accept and not take it personally and just give them the space that they need because people need room to grow and like you have to sometimes maybe it can be offensive that like you won't be able to see them as much or stuff like that but you just have to accept it's not about you it's about the other person and be happy for them and support them through whatever they're going through then requires the extra space yeah and then lastly on how to maintain friendships is celebrate each other and this goes hand in hand with everything it becomes with the trust because they trust you with the thing that you're celebrating it comes with appreciation because you get to appreciate them it's the positivity it's the happiness the upbeatness of everything it's celebrating each other like nothing else really matters in that moment so like an example of this is when i did my german gcse and you baked me a cake to celebrate the fact that i'd done it and it was one of the nicest feelings ever and I, I would genuinely never forget that cake because it was amazing and I love it so, oh, it was so sweet and just celebrating each other is just such a key thing in friendships and so now we're going to talk on like how to actually keep in contact and like why it's important because it's good keeping in contact but you sometimes you just think oh why am I doing this and here we have how and why Okay, so to start with how is obviously it probably was quite different in like 
back but in the modern age it's probably it's it definitely I'm assuming there's no people who don't have phones listening to you have to have a phone to be listening to this anyway or at so, least a laptop yeah but get their number their email any kind of way to contact them because yeah it's just kind of the first step as in meeting anyone that you want to become closer friends with is simply can I have your number and if you don't feel comfortable getting someone's number because you're more of a Snapchat user, then get their Snapchat. Cause, or if they don't have WhatsApp for or messages or a phone number for whatever reason, maybe just get their Snapchat, although I feel like that's quite unlikely. But I feel like so many people nowadays go for can I have your Snapchat instead of the number. So if it's like a new friend and you don't want to seem awkward or weird, maybe, and you know that they're like a quick, a, quite a social media user, maybe ask for their Snapchat first. And then following on from that is try and follow each other on any kind of social media things you have, because that's a really great way to not only like, obviously, you can post when you're together or stuff and have the memories, but also to see what they're up to and just keep in touch. So, as you know, just all about like knowing them and stuff like that. So maybe when they are off on their holiday and stuff, you can leave your comments saying how nice it looks and everything. And it's just a really great way to build a bond. Then moving on from that, if you really like don't have a phone or you have phone time limit restrictions or whatever reason there may be, write a letter, become pen pals with them. Like I feel like there's such an outdated thought thing, but so cute and so nice. Like I would be so happy if I had a pen pal. But I don't. Maybe I will at some point. But right now, I don't. That's a great way of keeping in contact with someone because you can just write a few pages about what's going on in your life, questions you want to ask them, and they can respond with the same thing. And it just goes back and forth constantly. And it's quite nice. Yeah. And a way to make that even better is maybe you go on exchange or a trip or something like that. You meet someone who talks another language or you write another language. Uh, letters and pen pals are a great way to kind of practice your language that you're learning or stuff like that and I feel like that's just really cool to have a like pen pal from Germany or something you know Mm. or Spain Mm. and then the next one is phone calls and I add on to this facetimes and Mm -hmm. you don't have to be I feel like the facetimes are good because you don't have to even be like talking talking you can just both be sitting doing your homework or something but in the mutual ones and also phone calls are really great way to it's nicer a lot of people find the messaging because obviously you can hear the other person's voice and like reactions and stuff like that and facetimes even note that again because you can see their face and stuff yeah it's a great way of getting because over text you don't always know tone from that yeah. like that is eliminated by phone calls and facetimes and then if you are quite young then i hope you're having a great time listening to this and i hope you're getting some tips and tricks for your older years um, but talk to your parents. Ask your parents, can you please get their parents' phone number and, like, talk through them if it's a need be. Or if your fr- parents are already friends, then you can, like, try and organise meet-up sessions through your parents before you can actually start to, like, develop your own situation on your own phone or laptop or tablet or I can't think of any other <laughs> electronic. Yeah, and then finally last couple is like school or any kind of scenario where you're seeing them day to day face to face so maybe it's work or college or university you know etc and then also 
also like organ also also mm-hmm. or organizing hangouts and stuff like that and I think it's really important to not just be in touch over social media and stuff like that but to go and meet people face to face meet up for a coffee go out and do stuff because that's when you really make the memories and have the nice time it's definitely a whole different thing to just messaging or calling and stuff like that so if it's possible then yeah try and meet organize those hangouts yeah and then we've just got the kind of the whys on how and why keeping contacts important however some of these probably were covered by the maintaining friendship so this won't be too long of a section so to start off with is so as they don't feel forgotten or neglected so we're talking about this earlier but it's a really just great way to show your appreciation for someone so if you're messaging trying to keep in touch with how they're doing and stuff like that it can just show that like you care and you want to know and stuff like that and it's yeah I think it's just a great way to keep in touch with I say minimal effort but it's not as much effort as actually going and seeing them but it's obviously still a good way just to show that you really care about them and you want to know how they are. Yeah, and so they don't feel like it was a pointless friendship or like a waste of time because now all you do is ignore each other on whatever social media you followed them beforehand and whatever messaging platform you were using. It's like really contacting somebody or like even the little heart things, liking somebody's story on Instagram, it makes them think, oh, they like what I'm posting. Oh, I should talk to them. And then it feels like, oh, this is a great friendship or at least it was worth the time I put into it yeah and then following on from that is so they don't feel either used or like inconvenience so it's a great way to make it more of a two-way street and stuff like that is that you aren't just reaching out when you need them but also just to generally you just want to know how they are and I think that just really shows how much you care about somebody yeah and then we did talk about this earlier but keeping track of each other and this goes both ways because they might look on your social or you might look on their social and it just really helps make sure that you like know what's going on in each other's lives because there's nothing worse than thinking back five years ago and when you were such great friends with someone and oh I don't know what they're up to now oh I wonder what they're doing I wonder where they live I wonder if they're doing if they're happy if they're sad so really just keeping in contact really helps minimize the effect of that because you always kind of know roughly what's going on yeah and then also yeah and then maybe choose a way to a different kind of way to communicate because it might just be not working so it may be you're trying to do phone calls and stuff like that but really that's not their sort of vibe and they prefer to do some meet up hang ups and stuff like that or you're trying to meet up on a certain day and it's just not really ever working someone's always busy and it might not be either of your fault it just might be a clash in timetables or something you know and I think you just have to sometimes reconsider how you are putting in the effort and whether it's the right way method to do it for the right person because everyone has different ways they like to keep in contact and maintain those friendships yeah and also giving it time because right now as you said your timetables may clash and it just might not be really working out so over time you'll see where both of your openings because then once you see the opening you can both use it to your advantage and try and make the most out of your time together and really use it to rekindle the friendship yeah 
And then next off is actually seeing if it's really the right friendship for you. So is it actually a toxic one? And you're just, I feel like quite often in a toxic friendship, people can be like, oh, it's just a one off or they don't really recognize what's going on or stuff like that. And you could just think maybe it's your fault or that it's, yeah, I think it's very hard to recognize yourself when you're in a toxic friendship. But I feel like when you've taken a bit of that break as Grace was and giving them space and things and maybe you might be able to reflect a lot better and see actually is it the right friendship for you and maybe then you're pulling apart and stuff and maybe there's a reason for that and maybe it's just not I think sometimes take it as an opportunity to actually reflect on maybe why did we pull apart and maybe we are just really different and it's just not the right time for us to be friends yeah and then leading on from that how to tell a friendship a toxic friendship because there's nothing worse than thinking maybe I'm in it but I'm not entirely sure so here are some like um characteristics or things that happen repeatedly in your friendship and maybe are signs that you should leave and potentially not rekindle the friendship so they don't respect boundaries so we're talking earlier about how important boundaries are and I think this is quite difficult because often you can think like they're trying to um, push me out of my comfort zone or stuff or maybe they're taking it a bit too far and you can like come up with lots of excuses as to why they're doing it but actually in the end of the day if they're repeatedly pushing you far too far over your boundaries or just totally ignoring them or stuff like that then they're just not being considerate maybe they don't realize those boundaries so you can re-clarify but if you've already told them and they aren't listening to it then really that's not a good friendship no and then it's the whole thing of a one-sided friendship which can be just like that of them using you for their convenience and relevance which we were talking about earlier because it's like keeping contact stops that but then again if it's constantly they only think about themselves and you're there to like I don't know get their coffee or something whilst they're on their phone talking to other people then maybe try and see that that is not how a friendship should actually be and that's not great for you at all and it is really a sign that you should leave yeah and also a big one is feeling drained around them or maybe you get home after your hangout and you just feel really socially tired and I think that's just like a huge like sign and symptom or so on Mm. and that it's just not you shouldn't you might be tired you had a sleepover that's different or like you were super busy you did lots of stuff and now you're just a bit tired but there's a big difference between actually coming back and feel so exhausted of maybe you're having to put up an act or do everything for them or really like being concerned about what you're saying because you're worried about what they might think and you should really come back from a friendship being like hyped, excited, wanting to meet up again, already missing them, you know, that sort of thing. And you may be like slightly actually physically tired, but you shouldn't be feeling really mentally tired. No, that's definitely a big thing for quite a lot of people, because some may already experience like mental health issues and they just may blame it on that. But sometimes it is really about the people you spend time with. And then constantly, if you're getting blamed like day in day out about things that maybe you don't even do maybe see that that is a bit of an issue and they may be projecting onto you and using you as a way to make themselves feel better which is also like a way of bullying in a way because they use you to make themselves feel better about a situation which is never a great feeling and it may add to you feeling drained about like around them and may add to the one-sided friendship so really if you are getting blamed constantly for 
going back to the coffee thing, maybe their coffee order was wrong. But then you think, well, why didn't you get your own coffee? And then you see how maybe the friendship isn't the best. Yeah. And also a really bad one, if you're in a really bad relationship, is kind of them manipulating you. And this could be in like quite small ways, like guilt tripping you or stuff, or being like, you didn't meet up last time, I really needed you, making people feel bad and stuff, or trying to get the most out of you or stuff. And really a friend shouldn't be doing that because a friend wants the best for you. And like, I don't think any friend who is actually thinking about it and really cares about you is going to be trying to guilt trip you unless they do really, I don't know. There's just no, I don't think there's really any excuse for manipulating someone. No, there really isn't. <laughs> there really, really isn't an excuse for and manipulating. And also they might be gaslighting you or stuff or just anything that's kind of, if you're feeling in your conversations like put on the spot, worried about what you're going to say, how they react, then maybe reconsider because really you should be I mean, not free to say anything, because if you're saying horrible things, then it's probably not a good idea, and it's a good idea for your friends to call you out on that. But if you're just your normal conversation or your opinions or what you like to do or stuff like that, you're worried about what they'll think, then I don't think those are the right people for you. No, then I feel like if that's happening, change your environment. Don't change you. If they're there and they're sitting... No, if they're sitting there and they're going like, oh, I can't believe she likes reading or she likes drawing like you don't feel as if you have to change that's a them problem not a you problem unless you have holly's level of drawing then i think it's you problem like a them problem not a you problem moving on it's the we talked about this so much earlier but trust and honesty with somebody if they aren't trustworthy or you don't feel like you can be honest or they themselves aren't honest around you both ways it's not a great feeling because you feel as if you aren't worthy of that trust and that honesty from them and they feel like you're just some sort of throwaway thing that they don't really need to be honest to and they can just lie to you and share your secrets yeah and then next one is they're never kind of thinking about your side or how you're feeling so maybe they say things quite and they don't realize like that you do that or you think that and stuff and they just aren't really considering the other side to the friendship and I just think that's really a big fault in yeah in any kind of friendship or relationship they should really be thinking about both sides especially this can come out a lot in like arguments or disagreements and it's just important to obviously people can have disagreements and stuff but really respect and understand why somebody feels how they feel or think how they think yeah, and then put them putting little effort into maintaining the bond. So you feel as if you're doing all the work to reach out. You're always texting first, you're always messaging first, you're always calling first. You're sending them your homework because you'd, I don't know, maybe you just do that as a friendship. But you always feel yourself putting in the effort of getting them gifts while you get nothing in return. And really, you are getting nothing in return if you try and reach out while they don't. Because at the end of the day, a friendship is... A friendship is two ways. You go to them and they come to you. But if you're only going, then it's only... You can just go straight past them then and find someone that is coming towards you. Yeah, and then finally is they aren't there for you when you need them. So we're talking a lot through this episode about being there on both sides and being there to congratulate them or if they need help. And just overall, if somebody isn't there and you consider them your friend and maybe there's an actual reason why they aren't able to be there for you. But if they're just not 
ever there to support you in the times of need or stuff like that then maybe reconsider whether they actually not care about you but if they actually consider the friendship as highly as you do yeah and that's our part two of our friendship episode this is just a brief overview on friendships and how to maintain and build them even better than acquaintances so now we're going to do our final thing which is quote of the day and I have two so the first one is you can't keep someone that doesn't want to be kept and this really applies to the toxic friendships and the maybe you're drifting apart and stuff and it's if you're not maintaining the friendships is sometimes if somebody doesn't want to be friends with you you can't keep them locked in it's like the bird in a cage bird in a cage thing do you remember that i remember Mm. it's like the bird needs to be let like if you love it set it free or something like that and it's you can't really keep the friendship if only you want it it needs to be a both of you have to want a friendship for it to work and then the second one is that's our episode and i hope you guys enjoy it on a cheery 25th of december oh my god i hope you guys have had an amazing christmas day and lead up to christmas and i hope you guys have a great new year and a great year next year even though we will be uploading episodes every monday i still wish the best of you the best for you for the next however many years you live or however many years you decide to listen and even then i wish you a good luck so thank you so much for listening to our podcast and thank you so much for stopping here today we hope you listen next week and bye bye Have a lovely day.